Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to episode seven. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, today's episode is a little bit, is a little special. It's very special. It's extremely special. So, um, <laughs> Evangeline, why don't we, why don't you explain what oh. we're discussing today? dying it's like okay so a few months ago i would say give or take a few months ago yeah crystalline um who was on the podcast before our first guest she had sent i think sophia you already knew about this person Mm -hmm. but i'm not on tiktok i don't keep up with tiktok a lot so i was completely oblivious to who this person was um i have never hated someone so much like i know like all of us always say like oh i hate that i hate that person and we don't really mean it but this time i mean it i have never genuinely disliked someone so much until i discovered that vegan teacher that's right folks today's episode is just gonna be about that vegan teacher and if we get done a little early. Maybe we'll add in some extra things just to, you know, clear your guys' mind from this woman's wrath. Like, I also want to preface this by saying I have family members who are vegan. It's not that I have an issue with the cause. I have an issue most of the time with the person. The people in my family I don't have an issue with because they don't shove their beliefs down my throat. Or my family's throat. They just ask for, hey, can I get a substitution for this meal? And if you ask why they're vegan, they'll explain why in a polite manner. Um, So I'm not hating on animals' rights. I don't necessarily agree with the cause, but I don't, like, I don't hate someone because they believe in that cause. I just hate someone (laughs) just over the top with it and there's so many points to this woman miss karen miss katie her last name is dykemeyer by the way so (laughs) that's not a great start for her um Um, yeah so and also we're gonna be nasty with this person um, by the way like i don't care i i literally don't care um and if you guys the three of you that listen halfway through this podcast um <laughs> please tag her she's actually Ooh. now miss.katies.vegan.school cuz she just recently got banned from TikTok she also is that vegan teacher on YouTube but if any of you would like to tag her and let her know that we're clowning on her today be Thank my you. guest i Thank want you. this woman to hear straight from me i'm not usually this type of person but she has angered me so much and if she wants to be like ooh, cognitive dissonance and all of this i'm about to show her right now i wish i could cuss on this podcast i really wish i could but i'm gonna refrain i'm going to refrain or else this whole thing would just be a giant censor that's how (laughs) angry she makes me all right um so so let's get going let's get into this um i'm gonna give a little bit of background info just so we have a basis so if you guys haven't heard of that vegan teacher um katie karen dykemeyer which is a very unfortunate last name um 
it was a TikToker who accumulated a little bit over 1.7 million followers. Um, yes. And she was a quote-unquote vegan activist. She very- She was also a teacher and apparently a yeah. nurse before this. She was, she was a teacher. She was a kindergarten teacher before she got fired from her job or something like that. But, but apparently she didn't get fired, but I doubt that. Well, she's she's not a teacher, um, but she preached the vegan lifestyle style, style very <laughs> heavily. Not like the typical, like, hey, you should be vegan. No, she showed graphic videos of, you know, slaughterhouses. She kept shoving it down people's throat to go watch Dominion and and um, all those other, like, vegan documentaries. She basically just bombarded people with this message that everyone should be vegan. Now, yeah. as we preface this, we don't hate vegans. We just hate her. Yes, because her way of pre or preaching or going about this activism, I'm using the word activism extremely loosely, the way she goes around doing this is so much more harmful than it is doing her any good so now that you guys have some background info we're just gonna get into why we kind of we don't like her evangeline if you if you if you would like to start your okay um okay like i said before don't hate vegans no vegans personally my brother's girlfriend is a vegan my aunt is a vegan those are actually the only two vegans that i know but they're fine people what i have an issue with is forcing the basic just let people be who they want to be this whole like you're paying for the murder and torture and R word. I don't know if I want to say that on the podcast because I feel like that's going to get us like dinged or something. Yeah. So that. Like SA, like, you know, being harassed, violated, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not down for that. Uh, you know, and she has said in some of her TikToks, like, we're for ethical, like, veganism, whatever that means. Actually, no, I do know what that means. I don't want her to think that I don't know what she means because I know exactly what she means. I've scoured through tens of hours of her content because I want to be educated about <laughs> what she's talking about so that she cannot come over here and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a carnist. You're suffering from cognitive dissonance or whatever she wants to throw at me. No. Um, first thing, my great-grandparents were farmers. Uh, they had animals that they killed and ate. That's the way it was. And when people try vegans, extreme vegans, try to act all PETA on it and everything, I take personal offense to that, which I don't really take the, I really don't get offended often, but this woman is, it, it's just personally of, offensive. <laughs> and to so many other people who, that is their livelihoods, that is their culture, that is what they do for their religion, whatever 
That is their choice. They are not, I mean, sure, maybe there are, are some sadists out there that really like, like, get off on killing animals. And if you're one of those people, you need help. I can agree with that. That's wrong. But most of this is people just, A, they need to make some money. B, this is, like, that's part of the food that whatever your culture is grew up with. Um, whether it be, you know, killing an animal to make clothing out of it or for your food or something else, that is someone's personal beliefs and she goes after it and attacks it. She Mm -hmm. uses religion as a weapon, tells, I mean, tells everyone that they're going to go to hell because they ate a chicken. Um, and calls the act of coming out as selfish you know what i don't even care it's basically just telling someone that because they're out and gay they are selfish because they came out as gay you were it's this whole like oh well i didn't exactly say that being gay is selfish i said that coming out is selfish it it doesn't matter you're miss karen i don't care that your first name is katie I don't really care what your name is because I can't stand you. And I know people might be like, well, then just stop watching her. Just stop watching her. Which, true. I probably should stop checking on her TikToks and her YouTube videos. But it's also, I knew we were going to do an episode like this. And I think when I knew about that, I wanted to learn more about what she was saying. Exactly what she was saying. Because I want to be prepared and be able to counter anything that she has to say if she so comes across mm-hmm. this episode of the podcast. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's just her overall behavior is gross. If anything, not that I was ever going to become a vegan before I found out about her, but she has single-handedly turned me away from being vegan. Like, just complete. Complete. Um, she did that. She can deny that and say that it's my own doing. No, it's her doing. I'm blaming it on her. We want to play the blame game? I will blame it on her. Um, also, I watched Dominion. I watched it. I watched it in full. I didn't censor any parts of it for myself. I watched it in full. I took a couple hours, however long it was, out of my own day to watch this documentary that she said, you need to bring Kleenex for and it'll change your perspective. I didn't shed a single tear. No, I didn't. I didn't shed a single tear. And I know Sophie is about to say Evangeline doesn't have any feelings. So that's an unfair experiment. No. No. That documentary was the most boring thing I had ever watched. Um, see, and I'm half joking and half not because... I'm not for, you know, I think there are better ways to kill animals for food. Um, I don't agree with, like, 
killing animals for high fashion purposes like people who buy mink coats for to like wear to their fancy gatherings like get out of here like you don't need to do that um but the overall like factory farming give me my kfc i don't care i don't care (laughs) um I didn't feel guilty during that. I haven't felt guilty anytime she has described, oh, the baby chicks are like thrown in there and like crushed up and ground up because they can't like get I I I don't It's a chicken. It's a chicken. Um I understand that's cruel and unusual punishment because yeah, they didn't do anything wrong, per se, but someone's got to eat good food. And one of those people ends up being me. So I just want her to know that there's someone out there that actually isn't guilty. It doesn't feel guilty for eating any animal product. So I just want you to know that that vegan teacher, I don't care. I will keep on eating all the meat. Oof, I don't want somebody to take that out of context. <laughs> um, I will eat any steak, any piece of chicken, any slice of cheese. Um, I actually don't like milk. I think milk is pretty gross. Um, just like the thought of it, like it's just kind of a weird concept. Not because of the I'm whole, like, oh, we're that. stealing milk from cows. Anyways, but I continue. mean, it's just it's just a weird concept. Like, I get why other people like it, and I actually don't. I will go for a good glass of, like, sweetened almond milk. It's got to be sweetened, though, because I can't. Yeah. It's Listen, uh, any, I like any milk? other type of milk besides, like, cow's milk. You want to um, know what? what? Sweetened vanilla almond milk. That hits. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Anyways. I'll go for that. Um, I'll get 10 scoops of ice cream. I will eat all the sushi I want. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, if you ever react to this, that vegan teacher on your little TikTok or you haven't report card video on one of us or both of us please please do a cognitive dissonance episode on us yeah please do a report card video on us i can die so happy and as usual pause our podcast episode every second because you obviously can't listen to any other opinions besides your own um which is sad because then maybe you would understand why people have their reasonings for doing it instead of just listening to your own. Because you're all about, you know, letting other people speak and no censorship. But I watched one of your report card videos and you only got like not even a minute and 30 seconds into that person's video. I forgot who they were called. And I don't think that's a fair Things. So I hope you listen to our podcast thoroughly and understand, at least for me, I don't care 
I don't care. I'm like that guy from Monsters, Inc. It's like, <laughs> and he's like, I'll scare a thousand kids before blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I will eat a thousand chickens before whatever he said. Um, but yeah, that's my stance on it. I don't really know if I can actually go any further. I just just want to make that clear. Yeah. Um, but actually, in all seriousness, I do think, I actually do think that the factory farming industry needs to be tweaked a little bit. Like, I don't think everything that I saw in Dominion, which I already knew about beforehand, like, she acts like we don't know what's going on beforehand before watching these documentaries. And it's like, we do, but it's just, we gotta eat. Um, I think factory farming needs to be tweaked in some ways, but I still think killing farm animals to put on your plate is fine. Like, I, I'm going to stop there because I do have a yeah. story. Um, um, but fine. you can, yeah, put your opinions because I talked for a little bit. Um, I would just like to say, yeah, I agree with Evangeline. Most, if not all, of, all parts of what she said. Um, let's just kind of start. I'm just going to start with the kind of basic things, and I'm going to move into more why I have more major issues with Miss um, Miss Miss Karen, Miss Katie, Miss whatever she wants to be addressed as. Um, so I'm fortunate enough to be able to sometimes go shop at Whole Foods and more more fancier stores and i fully acknowledge that i am fortunate enough to go do that even then it's not often but you know when i do go to whole foods or nugget or whatever other like a wholeness store i go to um it's not cheap it's absolutely not cheap and when you want to go on a full vegan diet and you have to buy substitutes or you have to, you know, you have when, when you go on a more more vegan diet, you have to start cutting out things that are more readily available. So like, you know, milk, cheese, it really cuts down your options on what you can eat. So you have to go look for better quality products. And stuff like that. And that gets expensive. That gets extremely expensive. And I know that a lot of people can't afford to just go, go cold turkey on a full vegan diet and, you know, just do that, like, the next day. People can't do that. And that vegan teacher acts like everyone can when you completely disregard people who, you know, who can't. And that's where I kind of do have an issue because I know people who, who you know aren't as fortunate enough to go get, you know, the freshest vegetables and the best substitutes that they can. Um, another thing is that she completely denies medical, you know, like, medical problems or things that don't let you become vegan. Like, I don't know, like, what specifics because i'm not a medical professional but i know like say you have an iron deficiency or you have some vitamin deficiency protein 
whatever. And you cannot just, you cannot go to a vegan diet because of this deficiency because you will die. She stills like, she still says that there is a workaround for that when there's like, you are completely disregarding people who just can't be vegan. And it's so frustrating for me to watch because it's the exact same mentality that anti-vaxxers have. And that could be a whole episode within itself about my issues with anti-vaxxers. But we're not going to get into that. But it's just like, not everyone can subscribe to your beliefs just because of things they can't control. So I just, I find that just so ignorant and so annoying and so just... I want to shake and yell at at her face just so she understands that, hey, not everyone can be vegan. Like, you have, you and all the other, like, entitled vegan activists are privileged enough to be vegan. Not everyone is like that. Um, And it's also, it's not even just the, it's just the core basis of, I don't have to, and I don't want to. Even if I had all the money in the world, I was a perfectly healthy person that could go onto a vegan diet. The fact that I just don't want to, just let me be, you know? Like, just let the people be. Yeah, just let people be, like, what they want, and whatever. Okay. So that's kind of the basis. I mean, that's, like, kind of you know, just kind of a more basic thing. Another thing, which I know this was talked about a lot, but this is a thing that personally just irks me so much of her just taking one person and just harassing them. Yeah. Um, like that one girl who commented on her video saying, hey, I'm not vegan. Am I going to hell? And she just straight up said, yes, you are. And that girl got terrified. Like, I know she was, like, a minor, too. So, like, when you have this very young, impressionable person asking you this and you just say yes, that is terrifying. So, yeah. Um, Her whole saga with Drobe, which we're going to get into that a little bit after this. Her just being so, so deflective and so just stubborn about it. Oh, annoys me so much. Third. Okay, I'm just going to say this. Minors on the internet don't just don't just don't go after them unless they've done something that's extremely bad and they need to be you they need to learn unless a lesson. They've murdered someone unless they're murdering or, someone or a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that doesn't very- even make sense because they're a minor. Um, just stop. Like, don't. Like, look. If she had, because obviously why she got banned is because she was making some innuendos with a 16-year-old, mm-hmm. which yes, and I think he lives in Britain or whatever. Yes, that is the age where you, when you go to college, but he's still 16. Um, he still has the brain of a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, so making like- the innuendos that she made is not okay. If she had just made, like, duetted him without making those innuendos and just said hey it was tommy in it right yeah it was tommy in it yeah hey tommy go vegan like here are some things you can do to become vegan like use your platform or whatever and she got banned then i wouldn't think that's okay but because she made the innuendos 
towards a 16-year-old child that's younger than me. That's younger than me. She deserves to get censored. She deserves to get banned. Because that's not okay. This isn't, like, even... Even if it wasn't online and you were making those jokes in person about a 16-year-old, it still wouldn't fly. So this whole, like, oh, I mean censored. No, you aren't. I just... You're, like... You're lucky you didn't push that joke further. Or someone... You might have had legal ramifications for that. It's not censoring. It's just morals. My thing is is that I just, okay, so how I look at this, me and Tommy are in the same age group. We're both minors. We're both in the same general age group. Um, and if someone was saying that towards me, those innuendos and harassing me to be vegan, that wouldn't be okay. Yeah. Especially me who is like, you know, I'm just thinking about this the other way around. If this was a male, an adult male saying this to a minor female, it wouldn't be okay. Everyone would be guns a blazing, like. And I'm glad, I am glad that no one turned a blind eye at this. Yeah, me too. Because it was a female, adult female going at a minor male. I'm so glad that no one turned a blind eye at this and people shut it down. But it's just like, it, it, I just, where in her brain does she think that that was okay? Where does she think that it was okay to say that? Just the whole thing, like, I'm glad. I'm also glad that Tommy doesn't, like, isn't traumatized or anything from this. He makes jokes about it once in a while. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that nothing extremely bad happened out of the situation. Like, at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean... Look, but it's like, just, I'm not technically, I'm not, ne- I wasn't necessarily worried about like, oh, Tommy Innan is going to get, I don't really know who this kid is anyways, but I'm like, I wasn't really concerned with the fact that, oh, he's going to get traumatized by that, this. It's just the fact that a grown woman, an old woman, I don't care, you can call your middle, middle aged, whatever, you're 56 years old, making innuendos towards a 16 year old. So, that's just that's it that's what you did you can deny it all you want you can Mm -hmm. act like that wasn't the joke you made but that was the joke you made and there's consequences for that um so yeah and now she's back on tiktok so obviously there wasn't huge consequences for it or else she would keep on getting taken down but she's not so that's kind of like our personal issues with her um i would like to kind of move on here i want to talk about the jerobe saga because that was one of my favorite sort of things to come out of the whole discourse of her because you can just see how much she just chooses to ignore the other side so, I don't know who Jerobe is very well. I know that he's on TikTok and he very much preaches against, um, he like preaches for consent and against SA and, you know, 
tries to educate, at least I believe so. If I am incorrect, please do correct me. But that's what I believe that's what he does. But he does he has a very good way of arguing against her. And there's compilations on YouTube. If you guys haven't seen them, if you guys want to see it, there's compilations on YouTube. But it's just he 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 presents the issue and he argues very well but Karen just turns around and just insults him says his cognitive dissonance at one point she wrote a song about him going straight to hell where where Jerobe is actually you know religious <laughs> and she oh she also attacked another member of the church I believe his name was Father Simon and refused to call him father which I don't I don't I believe it's Catholicism. I'm not quite sure. Again, I'm sorry if I do get it incorrect. Either way, I, I'm i not extremely religious. Even then, I would still, if, if a priest came up to me, or if I knew a priest, and they went by the title of father, I would respect that because that's their title. And it's just when she just blatantly just doesn't respect that, I just like, how can she do that and then still want respect back? So that's kind of my thoughts on the whole Jerobe saga. Evangeline, if you want to give your two cents. Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think I watched like one compilation, so I really can't speak on it that much. It's just, I mean, this is the way she acts with everyone, any compilation. I've been keeping up more with her and um Derbyon. Um he's a smaller YouTuber. But uh it's just it's just the whole like going back to not shoving your beliefs down someone's throat. She's just really like an unbelievable character. There's part of me that's I guess, yeah, I can believe that she really does care about the well-being of the animals or whatever. And I can get that, but it's just the way she goes about it that's extremely harmful to her cause. Mm-hmm. And the amount of entitlement in her ego is just so large that it sometimes it just it doesn't feel that she genuinely cares, but I think she does. It's just her character is so horrible yeah and i want to make this very clear um i don't condone doxing her house i don't her address and her phone number and all of that i don't condone pranking her and sending pizza to her door and throwing eggs at her house and dead animals at her house i think that's gross it's childish and it's illegal please don't do that um and if you know someone who does that to actually anyone, because um, most of the time it's really towards people who don't really deserve that, even if you don't like their beliefs or don't agree with their beliefs, just don't do that. I don't, it's like, it's just not okay. But um, If you're on TikTok and she ever attacks one of your comments, 
on her videos. Not that she really allows comments on her videos, but or any of that. Like, just stand up for your beliefs. Like, don't let people like this tear mm-hmm. you down and make you feel guilty or whatever. If you genuinely want to go vegan, because I'm just using this as an example, but this lesson can be for anything. If you genuinely want to go vegan, go vegan. If she genuinely turns you into a vegan, I guess that's great for her and that's good for you too. But if you don't want to be vegan and you're firm in that, like I am, don't make this, don't let this woman make you feel guilty. You have nothing to be guilty about. Because you just don't. Yeah. And my stance on it is just animals like cows and chickens and pigs. I know that pigs are very smart creatures. I know that. But throughout history, we have used them as a source of nutrition. We have used them as a source of nutrition. We've you know, it's just evolved into something more modernized how mm-hmm. we slaughter them, basically. Uh, I think now it's getting to a point where there's more free roaming yeah. farms or whatever. And also, it's just the whole egg thing, too. My grandma has chickens in her backyard. She's not planning to kill them, but she uses their eggs because it's cheaper and they taste better and they're just better for you is that bad like you know and even if she was gonna kill those chickens and even if she did beat the crap out of those chickens every day they're chickens (laughs) they're chickens Mm -hmm. like they provide Here are the things, I'm just going to use chickens as an example. These are the things that they provide for us. Eggs. Feathers. Their actual meat. And they eat, like, little bugs and everything to keep them off of, like, whatever you need to keep them off of. That's their, that's their purpose for humans. If, Miss Karen, you didn't know before, there's a food chain. See, we're not going after and trying to kill and eat a shark because the shark will kill and eat us immediately. But we can go and kill a cow, a chicken, or a pig because it's not necessarily physically smaller than us. Some of the times we're talking about a cow. But it doesn't have as much power as us. Just like we don't have as much power as a lion or a shark. Yeah. Just like a worm doesn't have as much power as a chicken. It's just a food chain. It's common sense. You learn it from the from the first time you go to school. And that's how life works. It's just a food chain. So Which gets into our next point about common sense, her dog. Oh, her dog, her poor dog. Um, So she has a dog. And she's very, very adamant on keeping it on a, on a vegan diet. 
which um, I don't know how to tell you this, buddy, but I don't think a dog can sufficiently be nutrient or how get their all their their required nutrients, be happy and live a qual like a quality life while being on a vegan diet. Which let me let me get into like a little a little uh, history lesson right here. So dogs domesticated dogs are descendant from wolves and if you know anything about wolves they eat meat they need the protein that's the thing like cats dogs they need the protein that's why when you go get dog food and stuff you usually go for dog food that has a good amount of protein because they need the protein so keeping a dog on a vegan diet while that dog may be alive and that dog, you know, can technically live on a vegan diet, their quality of life is just not going to be the same because they're not getting the sufficient amount of energy and vitamins that they need to live. While people can argue, well, you know, people argue that you can give them supplements for the vitamins and stuff like that. But it's just like, yeah, but, but dude, this dog's miserable. <laughs> like, there's no other way to say it. This dog is miserable. And just like, I, why would you rob that from a dog? A freaking dog. And here's the thing. Like, yes, it has been proven that when senior dogs, usually, because that's, that's usually the age that if an owner is deciding to put their dog on a different diet or a vegan diet, diet it's usually when the dog is at the age where it's probably going to die in the next couple of years. And it has been proven that dogs who are on a vegan diet do live longer than the average dog. But a wolf's, a wolf, which dogs are descended from, their average lifespan is probably around 14 to 15 years. A dog is not meant to live for 20 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're just not. You don't know if that dog is happy or not. You don't know. Um... All of their fun, all their bodily functions could be working fine. They're not. They don't look like they're on the verge of death. But dogs, just like humans, dogs more so, are not meant to just live off a plant-based diet. That's they. If we want to talk about who has the proper like teeth to eat meat, that's a dog, a yeah. literal dog. Dog could bite your freaking hand off if it wanted to, depending on the type of dog. So, do I think that her dog, that she's lying about her dog being healthy? No. Do I think her dog is actually miserable? Not really. Um, because honestly, from the videos I've seen of her dog, the dog doesn't look like it's dying or whatever. I think she's telling the truth that her dog is happy and healthy. And I think that's great or whatever. But that is not the way that dog is meant to live. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, I would never put my dog on a vegan diet. Because to me, that's unethical. I think that's yeah. extremely unethical. She wants to talk about, ooh, be vegan and all of this. I think a dog being vegan is unethical. It's just, 
that's that's not there are dogs that are meant to be hunters like people get certain breeds of dogs to go out and hunt so this whole i don't want to pay someone else to kill an animal for my dog well if your dog really wanted to it would go out and slaughter a bunch of squirrels if it mm-hmm. really wanted to i mean my dog was in the backyard for five minutes and it ate a rat <laughs> yeah yeah my dog he mostly primarily is outside just because frankly he just likes it better outside like if it's too cold or we're having a storm too hot whatever we let him in stuff like that but he primarily likes to be outside my dude so many rats dead rats just because that's that's a dog food chain it's a food chain And it's just and like, it's also, I, it benefits everyone because there's no more rats. Yeah. The dog gets fed. Hopefully the rat doesn't have rat poison in it. Um, and we don't, ha- and the humans don't have to deal with rats. I mean, my dog, technically, she's a beagle and dachshund mix, but hound dogs, especially shorter hound dogs, they're meant to go in smaller areas and hunt out those small animals that's their purpose mm-hmm. um so because i see her when we're walking sometimes and like those gut like those gutters i forgot what they're called or whatever but she'll try to go in there and we have to pull her out because obviously there could be a skunk or something and yeah. we don't want that but i mean she has that instinct to go into smaller crevices and sniff out things but she's just been i mean her owners really domesticated her into being like a lap dog even though she doesn't like being a lap dog she's mm-hmm. kind of like a weird cat pig really <laughs> but um i mean if we didn't if we just let dogs be the way they were meant to be we would be like i mean your seven-year-old would be terrified because it would go in the backyard and see its dog tearing up a raccoon or whatever. Um, So, yeah, the whole, like, oh, our dogs need to be vegan, too, doesn't fly with me. I'm glad if you're... Like, because there are people who put their dogs on vegan diets and they don't do it correctly, so then the dog is unhealthy. And I guess if you do it well, it's just, like... Would I rather you not do it? Yes, but at least your dog isn't dying, so I can't really say that much on it, but it to me, it's unethical. Mm-hmm. Um, hold up. I just also want to say, I don't know if this is, like, the line of logic that most vegans follow, but I just kind of assume so. That when you, when vegans say that everyone should be on a vegan diet, therefore there's no real real need for animal farms. Or there is no real need for animal farms that produce meat, at least. So, 
if it's not for meat, these animals are basically free and in nature, basically. They're in, like, kind of that natural state. Mm -hmm. So dogs, in a natural state, they're not vegan. So it's just kind of, where's yeah. that line of logic? Which I, you know, I don't think all vegans follow that line of logic. But it's just like, I don't know, or if even if she follows that line of logic, which I kind of assume so because she's very against the production of animal products. So I don't, I, I don't see how that adds up. <laughs> yeah, and this, there's also another argument, too, that animals are just the middleman, per se, for the proteins that we need. But actually, animals contain proteins that plants don't have. And yeah, <laughs> you could say, well, then just take a vitamin for it. But why would I go out and buy an extra vitamin when I could just eat a steak? Yeah. And also, just flat out, I like the taste of steak. I like the taste of some good KFC. Give me that famous bowl. Give me that famous bowl. Give me that chicken sandwich from Popeye's that I have yet to try. I want my filet fit. I don't care. See, now I'm, I'm going to make everyone mad. Give me my filet fish It Again, tastes like good. Fishes. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you can eat fast food fish. I haven't gotten sick once. Well, good for you. So, I mean, look, looking at my own diet, could I eat healthier? Yeah, sure. Same here. Um... But it's not because I eat a steak. Like, oh crap, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, she's always like, is it, is it really fair to pay someone else to kill an animal just for your taste buds? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> that taste good it brings me joy wait okay that sounds bad not killing a cow killing a cow doesn't exactly bring me joy but if killing the cow leads to a good steak i've said steak so many times throughout this but it just it's a nice piece of meat oh gosh um <laughs> a nice cut steak is just really nice and i can't give that up i can't give that up same. Um Listen, I'm just gonna say oh I have a story I have a story I have okay. a story and it's about mm -hmm. a person that we both know that we can't stand who is one in, in one of our classes that we also can't stand oh, and who left the class about, I know who you're talking about. okay before a semester ago let me just say let me just say building on Evangeline's whole steak thing listen I grew up in a Russian slash Ukrainian household whenever I go to my grandma's dude Salo we got we got um Haladietz, which if you don't haladietz, it's meat and gelatin. Salo is basically smoked bacon that's like almost raw, but not really. Anyways, it's really good. I grew up around meat and eating stuff with meat in it. Like, man, you cannot take that away from me because it's just, it's my, it's my thing. As a Russian, as 
I'm half Russian, half Ukrainian, just to cl clarify that. As that... Oh, borscht! Some, my grandma puts beef in her borscht sometimes. Oh, so good. You cannot take that away from me. You cannot take away from pilmeni and varianiki away from me. You cannot do that. You cannot take away chiburiaki from me. Oh, I completely... Chiburiaki is like fried, like this fried, like... Anyways, it's it's like... My grandma takes raw tortillas and she puts beef in them with like onions and seasonings and she closes it up and fries it and it's so good and you cannot take that away from me. You cannot. Okay, anyways. Um, and no, then no, no, I completely agree too because half of um, my dad's side of the family is pretty much like Mexican and we eat. We eat. Um, I don't think my dad cooks as many like Mexican foods. Probably like alito is the only thing and that has like um. I'm pretty sure he puts a uh, pork in it or something like that. There's a type of meat in it. It's basically just mm -hmm. kind of like a more spicy soup. And then my grandma, oh my gosh, she makes the, oh, pozole con patas, which is basically usually, because some people don't like that. I don't know why some people don't like it, but it's, it's soup with hominy, which is basically a type of corn and some broth. It's like actual pig's feet. And you just, you slurp that fat That's off of the good. pig's feet it's so good like I, it's so good um biscochitos that has their cookies but they have actual like like mexicans go hard with their food too we put lard which is just fat it's just fat into our cookies that's what we do if you want to tell me that's wrong then send me to hell. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I will never give up those foods. And chorizo. Oh, chorizo in a burrito. Mm. I, That's. Listen. Sometimes. Me, my mom. She likes, she likes to explore. That means we go to downtown a lot. And sometimes we find a really good authentic me Mexican restaurant. And you mess me up with some good, good chorizo. You mess me up with that. So oh, I hate how you said it, but it's okay. As long as you appreciate it. I, so good. So good. It, 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 you cannot take that away. You cannot take that away. There's just so many foods. And, you know, I mean... Also, my mom makes some good chicken and rice casserole, too. That, I mean, like, that's pretty, like, southern white people food. But, oh, it's so greasy and fatty <laughs> and just, but it's so good. And my family is a butter family. Like, we go through sticks of butter each week. <laughs> That's not good, but it tastes That's a lot good. Of fat. It's so much fat, but I, it's, it's just. Oh, I get it. I get it. You can't, you can't go without it. You can't go without it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that story. <laughs> oh. Also, wait, I know another one. I know this is an unpopular opinion. This is an unpopular opinion, but I think Sophia shares one of them, at least one. 
Sardines. Sardines are bomb. Sardines are great. Sardines are great. It's a genius. It's a genius food because you just open the can up and just get a little fork. Bam. And you're done. Listen. Again, it's it's the Russian in me, Russian Ukrainian, the the Slavic in me. I grew up eating so many sardines because they're so cheap. You go to the Russian store, you grab a couple of packs, like five packs is maybe around three bucks, and you just eat them. You get you get no no listen. You get a piece of bread. You put nothing on it. You put the sardines on there, and you get the oil from the sardines. Sophia, oh my gosh, what are you? Ah. And it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. This may be a weird combination. I think Sophia disapproves of this one. But I tried some, like, because Costco, they had, like, a giant thing of wontons. Pop those in the microwave. Then you get a little, a bite of sardine. Put it with the wonton. Eat it. It was so good. It was so good. That's like a clash of cultures. That is. But it tasted oh. so good. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Another one. I don't know how you feel about this, but my dad and I love some spam. Sp- like the f- the few times I did have spam, it was good. You it, fry it up with some eggs. Yep, you fry it up with some eggs and rice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, now you're talking. You're talking, yeah. my man. It's it's a it's just a good it's horrible for you. That's one food oh, that's like really horrible. Definitely, for- it's horrible for you. But, but does it taste good? Tastes yeah, so, so that's good. what matters. Okay, on to my little story about this person. Another person we can't stand. Um, <laughs> they almost fall into the same boat now that I think about it. Oh, yeah, no. they kind of do. <laughs> um, We're not going to name names. Yeah, no. I, well, this is actually before you were in this class, but this person had decided to throw an end of the year pool party at their house. Uh, Only a few of us went, I have to say, like, probably maximum six of us went. That has nothing to do with the story. But this person was on the track of becoming vegan and would act like they were better than everyone else because they were vegan. Um, and they had, they had hamburgers there and they cooked up both regular hamburgers and vegan burgers. Mm -hmm. And this may just be me. I'm a foodie. I love food. Um, food just has a lot of memories, a lot. I associate a lot of memory places with food, but we all tried this vegan burger and everyone around me was just like, um, oh, wow, this tastes just like the real thing. And I was like, OK, this thing cannot be that good. I tasted it. Those people don't know what a real hamburger tastes like or they've never had a good hamburger because that vegan burger tasted like a bunch of mashed up vegetables and soybeans Uh, with some seasoning in it uh, that's what it tasted like that's what it tasted like yes did it somewhat taste like a hamburger sure you can emulate almost any flavor of anything yeah but you can't get that real thing and they were all sitting there like 
oh my gosh, it tastes exactly like the real thing. This tastes so good. And yes, would I eat 10 of them? Sure, it still tasted good. But did it taste as good as a real hamburger that's carefully just grilled and seasoned? You're making and me put on that buttered bun Sh- with the different up. with your toppings of choice. Literally, shut up. You're no. making me so hungry. Bro, I haven't like I've eaten with slices. I had to server mute her for a fat minute. That made me so hungry. Bruh. <laughs> you um, are making me listen, a good grilled bur like just a good burger in general just makes me it makes me feel things because listen, I love burgers. Burgers are my thing. If I go out to eat with my dad, we're getting burgers. If I'm at a restaurant, most likely getting a burger. I love burgers. So when you tell me about a perfectly grilled burger, you gotta give me a warning. I just couldn't believe that all those people, they were either lying or just, like I said before, just didn't know what a good burger tasted like. That made me sad. Because the person, the vegan, border vegan, whatever, that told me to taste this and even said right to my face, doesn't it taste just like the real thing? And I was like, I I don't even think I said, yeah. I said, yeah, I mean, it's got some, I think I said like, yeah, it, it kind of does, but I mean, I still prefer the real thing. And she got, oh, wait, mm. they got, they go by any pronouns, it's fine. Oh, okay, okay. They got, they visibly got annoyed with me. They visibly got annoyed with me. So, to end this off, because we are getting towards that hour point. That vegan teacher, I've watched your documenta- documentaries. I went through your TikToks. I went through your videos. And I've tried your food. And I'm not a fan. And I don't think I'll ever be a fan. Never say never, but I'm pretty sure it's a, it's a never. Um, I was actually going to order KFC for this, but some things came up, so I didn't. But I may, because it's just it's putting me in the mood. So thank you, That Vegan Teacher, for making me realize how much... I love a good old massive pile of dead animals on my plate. I thought you were going to say meat, and I was like, Evangelion, <laughs> if you know it's good for you, do not say meat. But, know, I don't um, mean like actual, I wouldn't know. I'm not, I'm not a sadist guy. Well, I don't. I don't condone killing animals for like personal, like emotional pleasure. Like that's that's weird. You need help. Um, but I am for killing animals for your taste buds, and that's on that. Uh, <laughs> um, but I can't um, believe yeah. this actually took up an hour. Yeah, listen, that vegan teacher, you are you're not doing your community any favors. You need to. You're not. Just re reevaluate what you're doing. Yeah. Just. And it, hey, if you if you think about it, 
I and which on the rare occasion that you think about it and you and you want to change, just be better. Maybe still be vegan, but be better. And with that, Evangeline, I don't know if you have any more comments you want to make. I don't. But um, I gotta decide what to eat after this. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure cool. it it's filled with dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that, that concludes our seventh episode of the Carly Gang podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this, um, go follow us on our socials. We are on Twitter at CFG Podcast and on Tumblr at CornflakeGang.com.tumblr. We're Thank you for try- Oh, yeah. We're going to try to post more on there. We kind of all dropped the ball. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Uh, and, um, Thank you for listening so much, and we'll see you next Sunday. All right, oh, remember to, remember to let that vegan teacher know about this episode. And, yeah. Come and go. Go pester her. Go, go, go harass her. Actually, don't do that. Sorry. Don't I didn't mean that. Her. No, don't, don't harass her. I, I just meant that as a joke. Just like, go, go nudge her. Nudge her. Um, you're a little nudge towards us. Yeah. Um, we hey, want a report card. This is we this want is a, a we want a giant F. I want a giant F from her. <laughs> That's what All will right. let me sleep at night. All right. Yeah. So um. Oh, also go listen to the. Okay, there's. Wait, sorry. I have a I have a music recommendation. No it's not really like a Spotify music recommendation. It's more of an edit. Um, but. It probably next week we're gonna talk about um the well on my end <laughs> the emo has jumped back out a lot. Um massive. It's it's kind of terrifying. But I have oh where is it? Where is it? Okay. Um it's <laughs> so a YouTuber YouTube I don't know if you call it a YouTuber because it's just an edit or whatever, but they their user is Hey Buddy, you in Cape Town, and they made a split audio version of Across the Universe, the Ryan Ross and Brendan Urie version. I don't care if you're not a Panic at the Disco fan. I don't care if you're not emo. Please go listen to it. Um, it's all I've been humming like all day. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It made me cry. Um, it's just it's just a wonderful audio recording. It's not the best quality, but I just wanted to leave off on that note instead of right, the other yeah. note. So yeah, go well, go listen um, to that. Go give it some love. Well, if Evangeline gets to have a music recommendation, I'm gonna give one. Oh. And I say go listen to Has Anyone Seen My Will by the Tin Knees. Oh, I thought you were gonna recommend the coconut watermelon song by that oh, one. Go listen to Dreamland. <laughs> Go stream Dreamland by Glass Animals. Coco, coconut, and, what? No, melon and the coconut. Chef's kiss. Anyways, um, we <laughs> we said our goodbyes like two minutes ago, but yeah, other than that, goodbye. Thank you for listening. We'll- yep, right in Israel, and the government knows it. <laughs> Bye.